Welcome to the Dear Life Coach Podcast, where real people get coached on real issues just using made-up names. I'm your host and your coach, Joshua Wright. Welcome to this week's episode of Ask the Life Coach, where I have just asked my honest opinion on a general life topic as a life coach. This week is interesting to me because it's about weight loss drugs, Ozempic, Wagovi, Munjaro, all of them. And it's focused on the health and wellness space, something that I care a lot about in my personal and professional life. I'm joined by my friend and former client, Bridget, who's actually on one of these drugs and is sharing her experience while asking my opinion as a health and wellness coach on my thoughts on their utility. One thing I'm proud about for Bridget is not only is she on the drug, but she's really put in the effort and the time to make sure that her weight loss will be sustainable in the long term. If you want to be on the Dear Life Coach podcast, All you need is a real issue, made up name, and to email me, joshua at vpcoachinggroup.com. Welcome to the Dear Life Coach podcast. Today is another unique special episode of Ask the Life Coach instead, and I have my wonderful friend Bridget on today. Welcome, Bridget, to the Dear Life Coach podcast. Thank you. Thank you. How are you today? I am very well, thank you. How about yourself? I'm doing great right now. The sun is beaming down on me. It is 8 p.m. on the East Coast where I'm at today, and it is it is sunset time, which is always beautiful out here. Absolutely. Uh, so I'm going to let you lead the conversation. You have an idea of what to talk about and ask the life coach my opinions unsolicited. Just as a disclaimer, this isn't normal coaching, right? Coaching, Bridget, you've had experience with is question-based. I'm going to be answering questions and giving unsolicited advice and opinions. So that's not what life coaching typically is, but we're going to have a little bit of fun with ask the life coach. So here we go. Yes, and I'm very excited about that because I I am dying to get your opinion on something that, you know, is relevant to me, but probably relevant. I mean, so I hear anyway, it's relevant to a lot of people these days. I thought I was unique by doing it, but apparently not. (laughs) So I started taking Sixenda, which is not one of the name brand ones that I keep hearing about in magazines and articles, but it is, um, you know, a medical prescribed weight loss aid and similar to like what people are saying, Ozempic and some of the other, some of the others, but um, it is not for diabetes. It's one that is only specific for weight loss. So I do think there should be some clarification there. I am happy to report that I'm having amazing results in combination with some major lifestyle changes, all it's really done for me is make making those choices just a little bit easier. You know, I mean, I always equate my, you know, um, you know, eating struggles with it's very easy for people to be like, oh, well, just, you know, don't don't eat as much or eat less or just, you know, um, be stronger than your cravings. And to me, that is similar to a person who doesn't have a rash being like, well, just don't itch it. I'm like, well, that's really easy if you don't get, if you're not itchy, (laughs) but if you're itchy, then you want to scratch it. And if you're being, if you're having those triggers like a hundred times a day, you're only going to win so often. And all that Sixenda has done for me is just take that out of the equation. So it levels the playing field a bit. I'm not getting cravings a million times a day, which is what I imagine other people experience is that they only get cravings when they're really hungry or, you know, of course, occasional triggers, but it's not constant. And that's all that's happening for me. So I'm excited about it. I yeah. thought it was great. And yeah. then, and I've been on it now for a while. And, um, but then I saw all these articles coming out about like, oh, Ozempic much and with yeah. like a tone of shame or 
that your weight loss success isn't really yours and just kind of like really negative connotations. And um, I just, as a life coach and somebody who, you know, does a lot of research on these things and is following these trends and topics and has a more, you know, educated and, and scientific background on this, I wanted your opinion, like, you know. Yeah. Well, so Bridget, one thing I love about you and for everybody that doesn't know, my niche is health and wellness. I love health coaching and, and I read a lot about Ozempic, the brand names, Ozempic, Manjaro, Bogovi. Right. Those are the brand name weight loss management drugs that are largely used for diabetes, but now being sort of used in a weight management uh, way. I, you know, one thing I adore about you is that not only do you take it, you're authentic about it, but you also have made the lifestyle changes. Right. And I think those articles that come out about First off, I don't think anybody should ever have shame for doing something to better their life or manage their weight, especially the people that are on it typically need to lose quite a bit of weight and that can mm -hmm. be very helpful. I will say that I think there's a lot of unknowns still, right? Yeah. I, I remember when we first, I first started reading these articles about Ozempic and Ozempic parties and stuff, it was only glowing. The, the articles were always like, people are losing weight and they're keeping it off. And as we've gotten longer and longer with this being like the hot button issue, it's actually coming out that people are largely gaining the weight back or more because they haven't made those lifestyle changes. And so it just, it almost goes back. To, and again, I don't think there's any shame. I think that what it does is it needs to bring awareness to the fact that you can't just take the drug without making the lifestyle changes that you have made. Agreed. And, and I do hear you, Bridget, on the mindsets. I think it seems very easy to change a mindset. People sort of say like, oh, well, just eat better. Well, when you just say it, it doesn't make it true. But with coaching, it can really help you actually figure out what those triggers are for you. Exactly. And so I think you need that support. And I don't think, I would love to see a world where Ozempic, Manjaro, Wagovi, and, and the drugs that you're on, like there was a support system. There was a nutrition program. There was something to help people go through that experience while also building those lifelong habits. And Look, I am sure that doctors are saying you should also eat better, but people don't listen if there's not the support and it's just not that easy. Again, it goes back to your yep. point. You can't, you can say it, but it's just not going to be a simple trigger or a simple switch. Yep. Yeah. Thank you for that. I, I couldn't agree more. And as you know, I've shared with you, like one of my, I started life coaching with you um, <laughs> when, when I first started Sixenda, because that was my biggest fear is like, okay, this is going to like kind of pump the brakes on the things that I've struggled with. So it'll be very easy to just sit back and, you know, let the weight loss happen, but that's not real. That's not any more real than when you do a crash diet and you have a, a boost of adrenaline and you're all excited and you're doing something new and it feels like you're shaking up your life and you do a bunch of things that are not maintainable and that are not real life, big picture. It's not that they're not real in the moment they are, right. um, but you end up maintaining the bad habits, big picture gaining back the weight and to your point, usually, and then some, for whatever reason, it's a cruel joke, but um, I did not want this to be the case. So I definitely thought that putting the other things in place are most important. And, and, uh, and you've, and you found is what, what's worked for you, right. And, and adjusting off of the drug will eventually be another experience that you go through where you have to yeah. sort of find your way through, uh, but taking it back to the sort of new developments, I was reading an article recently, how they've realized or they're starting to realize possibly right these studies are still early and they're just getting general data but the result from ozempic wagovi manjaro all of them i don't know all of them maybe maybe there's specific ones but it's actually triggering 
a starvation response in the body, which leads you to lose about 50% fat, 50% muscle. And so right. you're not just losing the fat, you're also losing muscle, which yep. is something people probably don't realize. It's not just, oh, like I'm going to give you skinny. You also might be more frail. And right. again, you've actually done a great job at sort of keeping your intake, also going to the gym, being like that. But if you're just going to sit at home and take the drug, it might be much more of a concern where you're not going to maintain those muscles. So exactly. And then like, which when you do that, just like with any other kind of crash diet, a lot of times um, you're really messing up your metabolism and then yeah. you're going to be even have more work ahead when you come off of it because you don't have that lean muscle burning off calories for you throughout the day, like normal, you're losing all of that as well. So yeah, yeah. scary. And, 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 and fitness is much more than a weight, right? Like fitness yeah. is the ability to go up a flight of stairs. It's the ability to breathe easily. It's the ability to go on a walk with your elderly parents and not be more out of breath than them, right? There's so right. much <laughs> fitness. Yeah. And, and I think we are so one tone with weight loss and thinking that if I lose weight, therefore I'm fit. Right. Like if I can lose the pounds, I'm going to be considered fit, but that's not the truth of it. And in fact, you might be in a worse spot. I always like to share the story. There's, I have a old time friend who she is overweight and she can run five miles any time of day. She loves running and she go for five miles, but she's overweight. I'm skinny and I hate going more than a mile, right? So your weight is not an indicator of how fit you are. Your right. actual ability to perform is an indicator of your fitness. Exactly. And I think one thing I personally have struggled with during my trial and error of weight loss, and I'm sure, I'm sure other people get this mindset too, is that like, let me get skinny first and then I'll start weight building. Because like, as you're doing both, you don't lose the weight on the scale quite as quickly sometimes or right. because you're gaining some muscle some days and other, ultimately throughout the month, it comes out to be the same, to be honest. And actually a lot of times you're losing that more rapidly because the lean muscle is helping to burn it off. But there is a misconception and there is a brief period of time where you don't get that like whoosh if you're lifting right. and building lean muscle, which can feel defeating. But it's right. definitely, definitely been more beneficial for me to be building lean muscle, holding on to lean muscle while I'm, you know, yeah. having some tailwinds with Succenda so that like you said, when I come off of it, my metabolism itself will be stronger. So then not came back plus even with saggy skin either <laughs> yeah yeah right for sure i mean two two things one i'll start with people also don't realize sure you're getting skinnier but that also means you need to take in fewer calories so if you're going to go back to this idea of like oh well i can just go back to eating whatever i want you're well you're consuming for a larger body that you no longer have and that's yep. not going to work for you that just means you're just going to put on weight you're going to go back to that weight that you originally were right for, exactly oh which i find interesting uh, honestly i forget the second thing because it was Oh, well, actually, I do remember it's about small wins. I think small wins are really important for psychological gains. It's always a thought that if I start losing weight, then I'll gain momentum. If you're just going to lose weight and then wait till you're at your happy weight to then gain muscle, that's not that's not a small win. A right. small win is beneficial when you start losing weight. You're like, wow, oh, this feels really good. I'm losing exactly. weight. Now it's let me get into the everything. gym. Yes, yes. So small wins to get to big wins, I think is super important. And and. I don't, again, I don't knock anybody that's on, on Manjaro or any of the weight management drugs. I just think it is super important to sort of think about who do I want to be afterwards and yeah. how do I get there? And the only way to get there is likely by eating better and, and exercising and, and things like that. Absolutely. And as somebody on it, I can a hundred percent see where it, 
isn't necessarily reinforcing that message because it does make it very, again, nothing is easy. There's no such thing as easy, but it does make it a lot easier just not having those cravings and naturally just kind of grazing on, you know, and again, I, I chose to eat really healthy because I'm having momentum and I want to learn how to do that. Um, and you look great, Bridget. You look phenomenal. <laughs> and I'm not super counting calories and I'm not cutting out any food groups besides like super, super sugar. Cause I told you, I, I don't know how to do sugar in moderation. That's the only yeah. thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't trust that, you know, when I come off of it, that I will remember how to just be that way. So I've made a point with you, with writing it down within my phone, like I'm keeping track of this stuff for a totally different reason. I'm not doing it in like a really neurotic, like, oh, I can only eat this. I'm doing it as like a record for the, for future Bridget to reflect and be like, no, remember that used to be enough for you every day. Like you do not need to have all of these other things to, you know, have energy and feel full and, and all those things. So it's more, I'm leaving myself breadcrumbs. <laughs> but 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 what, again, what I love about you is that you realize that there will be an end in sight where you're no longer on this weight management drug. And then what? Yeah. And, and I think that then what is 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 a long term thing that people keep out of their brain. And and it's important to keep in your brain because you need to be. You cannot as soon as you're off the drug is not your. That's not the time to then create like healthy habits. Then start it creating takes time. Exactly. It takes time yeah. to create healthy habits. And if you haven't started, you're, you're already behind the game. And that's not to say that you can't and you won't, right. but you're likely, in my opinion, probably going to end up in a restrictive dieting, yo-yo dieting issue again, where you're going to be like, well, I have to be low carb or low fat, yep. which none of those are healthy or beneficial or right. enjoyable. So. Yeah, I know. I know for sure. What, what has your, been your least favorite part about using a weight management drug though? Gosh, honestly, I mean, I, I hate to glorify it, but it has been really, really beneficial for me. The right. only, um, in the beginning, you know, it really does the starvation mode thing that you mentioned, like, again, I, it was, you know, beneficial and really fun to see lots of weight come off at first, but it does even out you, you do. But I mean, the initial, I felt like the initial success of being on this was that like, you literally can't eat because your stomach will be upset or you'll right. get for me, it was like, absolutely insane acid reflux, like punishment beyond belief if you ate too much. So that wasn't really fun. That was, you know, not ideal. And I felt like I was losing the weight in like, not the best way. Cause I really wasn't eating enough calories, even if I wanted to, but then, you know, once you adjust, that's not the case, then, you know, the training wheels are off and you literally, you do still have to make those choices. If I wanted to overeat, I absolutely could. And there's still days where, I'm getting cravings and 90% of the time I'm knocking them out. And then sometimes I don't, and that's okay too. And that's a great, that was a great lesson for me to learn too, is that like a bad day does not mean that you've blown the whole thing. Or even if you gain back three pounds because you had a crazy weekend, like it doesn't mean that you've blown the whole thing. You just get right yeah. back on track and you're fine. Why, why would you give up you all back on why, track? Like that's just life, you yes, know? Yes. Why would you give up all your progress for the three pounds that you gained, right? You've lost and 10, it, you've regained three. Why are you giving up at that exactly. point? Right? This Keep is about mind. life. This is about big picture. And actually I, I'm like redacting what I said about getting back on track. Cause you shouldn't be on a track. You should just, this is life. There's going to be ups and downs and it, it's the 80, 20 rule. And if I gain three pounds, then that's that day. And then you know, the next month might be that I lose more or stay the same, whatever, but there is no track. This is just life. And you just learn to like 
be living a healthier lifestyle. I have weight to lose, but after that, hopefully it's just, you know, my life is just really active and eating primarily clean, enjoying the times that I don't, but not making it a specific habit. And that's it, you know, and that's what I'm hopeful for. But yeah, the least favorite part of being on the drug, I think was just the beginning. But again, it's hard to even hate that because like you're dropping weight like crazy. I remember reading the like chat threads because of course you're Googling like, is this normal? And everybody's like, oh my God, I'm up all night at the toilet. I won't give it up though. Like- You, you, you are, you are the perfect specimen for health coaching and sense like you've taken everything that you've learned and you're applying it to your life where one thing I, I obviously teach is it shouldn't, it, it's not that you can't enjoy things, right? You said, I primarily eat clean yeah. and I enjoy the times that I don't. And you should enjoy those moments where you have your bowl of ice cream or you eat the chocolate. I'm yeah. a super big believer that if you take enjoyment out of eating, then you're not going to succeed in any sort of diet plan or, and I, and I hate the term diet because it has this bad connotation, but diet is just the things that you eat. You can have a healthy diet. You can have a bad diet. You can have any sort of diet. Um, And I like that you're saying like, my diet is balanced and balance sometimes includes those things that aren't that great for you. The one thing I will say, my favorite of all, all of what I've learned from being in Sixenda. And of course, it's one of those things like we talked about to come full circle from our first and entry into this conversation, the whole like, we'll just eat a little less. Like that used to sound, first of all, really hard to do. And secondly, previous, like I've been on every diet, you know, you can imagine, um, I wouldn't have believed it. It's not even that like, oh, it's so hard to portion control. It sounds too simple. And because the media and magazines and whoever you want to blame, pick pick your poison, but like they make it so that it's like, oh, well, if you're not in ketosis, you're not maximizing that they make it so complicated to the point where you wouldn't even believe if a doctor tells you, which they have for years, you go in your physical, they're like, well, just eat kind of like a little more Mediterranean, just eat a little bit differently. And you're like, that's not going to give me results. When being on this shows you that that is exactly all you need to do is just eat a little bit less. It is not complicated. You do not need to count calories like crazy. You need to be conscious and aware. You need to be mindful. And that's it. And again, that doesn't mean it's easy because when cravings are coming in and triggers are coming in and circumstances in life and eating on the go and not being able to meal prep, like all those things are very real. But the idea it by itself that in order to get results, you have to eat a certain way is just completely not true. And I never, ever, ever would have believed it if it hadn't been for the fact that now I'm living exactly that way and I'm losing weight very in a very healthy, steady way, in a maintainable way. And it really actually is that simple. Yeah, I I was talking with somebody recently and they asked me, is it it really simply about eating less calories? And I said, it is an algorithm. It simply means you need to eat less to lose weight. Yes, 100%. And and again, you know that this is sort of like what I teach is like you don't have to eat low carb to lose right. weight, right? Like you could you could genuinely eat 1200 calories of ice cream every day and that's the only thing you eat and you could lose weight. Yeah, not but, advisable obviously. Or not but, advisable, right? But it, it's right. possible and it is an algorithm. And I think what people don't understand is that you can reduce your calories while actually eating more, right? And that's right. when that's when you talk about calorie density of foods, right? Cal- fruits and vegetables are low calorie density. You get more volume yes. for fewer calories. And so when you start building in that fibrous, juicy deliciousness while getting fewer calories, you're like, oh, I can actually eat more and it's healthier, yeah. um, which is, I think is interesting. 
I remember that app, um, this was one step before I got on Sixenda. Um, I was doing Noom, you know, yeah. that which they have that, that's the whole principle behind that. It's getting away from like macronutrients as much and getting into just like, kind of like, like, you know, red, green, and yellow, like, you know, the greens, like you can go, you can eat as much as you want. And, you know, reds, like you can totally have it, you know, but just don't have too much. And yellow's kind of in between, make sure to work them in. Like it keeps it very simple. I still struggled with it because of the level of cravings that I have naturally from years and years of yo-yo dieting and bad habits. And, you know, again, partially the very all or nothing approach and like, oh, if I don't do it this exact scientific specific way, then it's not worth it at all. And then just going into the, well, I guess I'm eating poorly for today or this week or this month, you know, diet yeah. starts next month, whatever, you know? Um, so I, I did need something to just get my mind back to, back to basics really. But when it, when it comes to cravings, I love to focus people on how can you satisfy that craving with something that is better? So for me, yeah. I love sugar. I mean, I love cookies. I love chocolate, dark chocolate. And, you know, I just get cravings. I'm like, I need chocolate. And chocolate is super calorie dense. I mean, you can't eat very much and you get a lot of calories. Right. And I'm actually on a uh, no process, not, not no process, no added sugars. So I can eat fruits. I can eat all that stuff. Yeah. But I've reduced and cut out as much added sugar as I can which means chocolate, dark chocolate even is, is a no-go. But I still get those cravings and mm -hmm. they actually make 100% cocoa, cacao chocolate, which means there's zero added sugars. It's right. just cocoa butter and cocoa. And it right. is, it is. look, is it the same? No, you don't get that immediate rush, but I find it such like a, a delicacy on the tongue that it satisfies my craving for that, that punchiness of the dark chocolate but I'm not getting any of the added sugars. So I always like to think about. Which also uh, means you're probably not craving more and more and more. Yes, it, it's it's honestly phenomenal. Cause like I can have two pieces of that dark chocolate cause it's hundred percent cacao and be like, oh, my, my craving's gone, right? Like my body got what it yeah. wanted and we're good. Oh, so I have one too. I never even told you. Yeah, okay, me. I'm totally gonna plug, I'm not getting paid, whatever, but I am a hundred thousand percent gonna plug Laird Hamilton's, um, it's like a mushroom based hot chocolate. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I have that recently. I've gotten off it just because I've been working in the, in the city a lot more, but when I was first on Sixenda or, and just in general, first of all, it's super delicious. It is not sicky sweet. Okay. Like your Swiss miss. All right. It's not going to bring you back to childhood, but it is freaking delicious. And you just add water. Super easy. You don't even have to have milk in the house. Like you literally just add water. It's a powder. And it is, I think it's 170 calories yeah. and like no added sugar. I think it's only like the, um, like coconut sugar a little bit and like the cocoa and mushrooms and whatnot, but it does not taste like mushrooms. Um, but it, it, I used to have it every night right after I ate, because when I would be eating, even on Sixenda, I like, my habit is like to eat more yes. and it would just cut it. It would just cut, yes. be like, you're done. I feel so full, not blow my you know, calorie intake at the end of the night. And um, apparently the mushrooms actually help you sleep a little bit more. It's very calming. I have all kinds of good stuff, but at the end of the day, that would satisfy my sweet craving like that. And, and I, I, so I love that because, and we only have a couple more minutes, but I love that you talk about that, it cutting your, your eating more. Cause I think we don't think about eating more as a craving. We think about craving right. of sugar, we craving of carbs, yeah. whatever. For me, it's but, much more just like, I won't stop. 
Right. And I, and I think there is a craving to eat. There is a craving to eat more at, or like not stop eating. Right. And if you can find a way to cut that craving, so your mushroom latte or whatever, mushroom, yeah. mushroom hot chocolate, like <laughs> that's a phenomenal way to sort of hit it where it hurts because it's not going to actually hurt you to actually stop. Exactly. But you actually, you're getting that satisfaction of that craving. Oh, it's the best there. I, it is, it, immediate it's like immediate 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 just pumps the brakes so that is like a, that's a huge part of my plan <laughs> for after I come off a six and is to make sure that I have that in the house because works every time I love that Bridget Bridget this has been amazing obviously a topic that I am super passionate about health coaching and something that you're well in tune with and a topic very pertinent to you and my practice so thank you so much for being on the Dear Life Coach my or pleasure. Ask the Life Coach hope it helps anybody else that's listening and kind of having the same thoughts or going through that. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Bridget. My pleasure. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. That's it for this week's session of Dear Life Coach Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you want to know more about coaching, feel free to visit my website at vpcoachinggroup.com. And if you yourself want to be on the Dear Life Coach Podcast to get a little bit of free coaching, just using a made-up name, feel free to email me at joshua at vpcoachinggroup.com.